1: Good morning, Wayne. We'll see you here in studio today about 11.30 Eastern Time, sitting right here next to me. But right now, it is time to skip the BS. Time for Undisputed. Time for me to once again say, how about them Cowboys? I, silly me. I, I don't know. You can call me crazy. I think I just saw a Super Bowl team. It is time to debate whether the Lions are fraudulent, if the Niners are now the NFL's runaway best team, or if you can see the Cowboys finally beating the Niners in a playoff game if they meet for the third straight postseason. So it is now time for me to welcome in two former stars who know what it feels like to make big catches in Super Bowl games. I'm talking about Michael Irvin and Greg Jennings, and welcome back to the show, Greg Jennings.
2: Thank you for having me. You? I'm excited. Yes, sir. Big it's day been, for your Cowboys. It, yes, it
1: is. It's been too long. And, Michael Irvin, <laughs> yeah. I am assuming you had a very happy Thanksgiving at Jerry World yesterday watching our Cowboys feast. Am I right? I, I, I did I did have a great day yesterday on, on, on
0: Thanksgiving, and I hope everybody had a great Thanksgiving day. And it's so great. For God to bless me with Greg Jennings. The day right after Thanksgiving. Yep. I was just with Greg in New York and we had a chance to sit and chat. I would like to say that I'm batting a thousand. Greg Jennings is another dude I always say <laughs> to be in this business when he retired. I yep. said it to Greg, I said it to key. Right. I said it to Serm, and yep. we're all on the show together. Yep. That's the blessings of this, man. That's it so is. good.
1: GJ. great to see you buddy. way to go. Absolutely, right. man. God bless us all, okay. No doubt the billions of cowboy haters out there are now saying, "Okay, so what the cowboys beat up on another bad team yesterday, but hold on, the cowboys beat the stuffing out of washington forty five to ten, so Michael, scale of one to ten, how impressive were the cowboys to you yesterday it, it, this is
0: this was uh I would just give it – I'll give it a number first and then get into it. All right. And and, and I'm going to give that number at a seven and a half to me. Okay. And I'll tell you why I say only a seven and a half. Because I still saw so many things left on that football field yesterday that they still have room to improve on. I can start off with Dak. Because Dak missed those first few throws. I was in that stadium. I was like, man, those first two. I love the mentality that they came out with. We're coming out aggressive yeah. right now. And it went right up the field. So I, I, I like that. I give them a seven and a half for that. But okay. the reality is the Cowboys are 9-2 and two all time on Thanksgiving against this team. So, so, So they're comfortable having some success against this team. So 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 I I will give them that. But also, why I say only a seven and a half. That was Washington. And and I'm already predicting Greg and you know, Skip, all keep going to say that was only Washington. So 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 we go a seven and a half because it's only Washington. Now all of that'll stop now as we move forward and get ready to get into these next Few games. I told you, you know, as a spiritual man, all that thing that happened. You say I wanted to share with something, share something with you guys. This morning I walked in, and the, the, the makeup lady gave me this picture right here. You guys got to see this picture, man. I got real emotional when this picture. This was the last time wow. we had a parade at Dallas uh-huh. after the Super Bowl. Out of the blue, <laughs> she gave me this picture. You know, I happened to be reading this book by our Esquire called God Winks, huh? He talks about all the things, all the things that God sends you, that he sends you to let you know the direction in which you're headed. We call these things a coincidence, but buddy, it's God winking, saying, you got a parade coming uh-huh. back in Dallas again. I didn't plan this when I walked in. My makeup lady gave this to me. It's I said, God is above. winking yep. this morning. Mm-hmm. That's just heaven dropping manna to all of us yep. Cowboy fans from telling heaven. us this time it <laughs> is for real. I'm taking it like that,
2: Greg. That's what I see. <laughs> all right, Greg, bring some perspective to this, please. Look for me. Yesterday's performance for the Cowboys was a strong nine. I, really? I know, wow. Irv, you probably are going to be a little tougher on them. But for me, watching that game, you're not going to be perfect, and no one expects this team to be perfect right now. However, with them playing the teams that they've played, you can only provide what you have against the teams that are on your schedule. And with that being the Commanders on Thanksgiving. They beat the stuffing, as you mentioned, out yep. of the commanders. They Look, did. Dak Prescott, did he miss some throws? Of course, but he has been lights out. 22 he of 32, has. obviously over 300 yards with the touchdowns. And I think what was yeah. most impressive is it wasn't just solely about CeeDee Lamb. We're seeing other guys step up and make right. plays within the course of these games in this offense, and they're dictating the terms of how they play the game and how the teams have to now respond. They They're not having to respond to how teams play them. They are flat out dictating the terms of in which they want to play this football game. And with that being said, on the opposite side of the ball, your defense can now play with the lead. The Cowboys, they lead the league in first quarter points. Like, this is the team we talk about fast starts. They start yep. fast. They're going to score the football in the first quarter. They close out the half very well. They're only second behind Kansas City with, I think, 11 and a half points in the second quarter. So they close out the half. And then they finish very strong in the fourth quarter. Mike, you know in this game it's about how you start and how you finish. The Cowboys have found a way. To start games fast and to close games out, and the, the way you close games out is with a really good defense. And we saw that obviously stars making plays. We we understand who Micah Parsons is, getting after the quarterback. But Deron Bland, what he's been able to do over the course of this mm. year and even last year, a lot of people didn't know about who he was, no. but he's been making plays. Right. Skip, you guys know yeah, because this right. is your team. Right. Like he's been doing this since he's jumped into this league, and so if they continue to play like this. Obviously, you want to play your best ball later in the season. I yeah. give them a strong nine.
1: Wow. Greg, you pleasantly surprised me. I thought you'd be more in the five range, but I appreciate, we appreciate what perspective you just brought in a good way, because I would like to begin by saying I'll, I'll go up to a nine off yesterday, and maybe I'm slightly overreacting, but I just want people to know the Washington commanders are a dangerous football team because they were three and three on the road coming into yesterday's game. And I ask everyone to go take hard looks at what they did to the Eagles twice. They took the Eagles Mm -hmm. to the wire twice. They took them to overtime once and they took them to the buzzer. The other time they could have won either game, probably should have won both games. My point is, Sam Howell came in leading the National Football League in yards passing. And if you watch carefully, listen, Curtis Samuel is a weapon, and McLaurin yeah. is a weapon, and Dotson is a weapon, and Brian Robinson is, is a weapon. They can move the football. So the the, the incredible thing to me about this game was it, it was a game for three quarters because it hung right in there at 20-10, to 10, and at one point late in the third quarter, they got all the way down to fourth and one at Dallas's thirty-nine, and they went for it. If we could quickly see that play, <clears throat> and Brian Robinson tried to get it and just got absolutely annihilated and stuffed for a minus two. But if if Washington goes in and scores there, it's going to be they twenty ran. to seventeen, right? Okay, here we go. Right, right. they you, ran, you, ran you, into you. each other in the backfield. They ran right there into each other. Yeah. Okay, and boom, yep. it was over. All right. The- so my point is, it went to the fourth quarter, twenty to ten. And all of a sudden, I watched the Dallas Cowboys score 25 points in the fourth quarter. Well, Michael, as you know, they did this regularly a year ago. They had big explosions Mm -hmm. in fourth quarters at home against Indianapolis. And one game after another, Detroit came to Dallas and got exploded on in the fourth quarter of a close game. It's hard to score 25 in a quarter. And yet, if you look at the time of possession yesterday... Washington had the ball for 37 minutes to Dallas's 23 right. minutes. 37 to 23? Right. Well, if I, Michael, if I told you that yesterday on this show, that, right. that Washington was going to control the ball 37 to 23, you would have said, uh oh, we're in big trouble. We lost. We lost, yeah, that, we game. lost. We lost that game. We lost that we, we lost. We beat them 45 to 10 because of our quick strike capability. We were scoring so quickly. Mm-hmm. Boom, boom, boom that we didn't need to hold on to the ball too long. And then, obviously, it all got capped off by the NFL record fifth pick six by Deron Bland. We'll get deeper into that in a few minutes. But the the explosive – I keep saying, this is the most explosive team in pro football, and it exploded in the fourth quarter. Once again, it it actually exploded in the fourth quarter a week ago at Carolina because – it wasn't even a week ago. It was four days ago at Carolina – so that means the last mm. two fourth quarters, this team has won by a combined 41 to nothing in the mm. fourth quarter. Mm. And to mm. me, look, Dak can play better. Than he, I, I've seen him much sharper than he was yesterday. But right. when, when he did finally, I thought he was a little overamped at the first because he overthrew CD and he overthrew, who was it? I think it was Brandon Cooks. Yeah, he overthrew Brandon Cooks on a deep ball. Both of them were open at that point. But then... Let's quickly see his four touchdown passes, if we could, just to say and show that he did settle in. And (laughs) all of a sudden, I'm, I'm not sure anybody's playing any better quarterback than this. This is the quick swing pass to Dowdle. And he just took it. In. Michael, Donald's starting to look like a force to me. I don't know about you. He, he started, yeah, yeah. right? He started to look like a force. Yeah. And here's Brandon But, but also
0: Skip. Yeah. Skip also around the same time, that Tony Carter, yeah. who's got back-to-back cha- uh, uh, touchdowns right he now, does. he's yeah. starting to come around. There he go. has 79 yeah. yards, probably one of his best days.
1: Yeah. And remember that was little Cavante Turpin, and that did my heart good. That may have been Dak's best throw of the day. Was that, that last touchdown pass? Listen, right. Turpin's the fastest guy on the field every time he steps onto the field, and they have not figured out exactly how to utilize him in the offense. Right. And all of a sudden, it's starting to look like he and Dak are starting to find some wavelength on deep balls because, Michael, I, I don't know anybody can run with him. He, he is, remember, he was no. the USFL MVP as a receiver.
0: Mm-hmm. And, Go ahead. And, and I'm going to tell you some, Skip. When, I was with these, when I was with those guys passing out, getting, giving those guys a jacket, I mean – the, the intensity that this kid brings and the hope that he gives these guys. They were all talking about, man, we all want to get on the kickoff return team yeah. with him so <laughs> we know. can be a part of what <laughs> yeah. we know he's yeah. going to accomplish. So I'm going to tell you some, one of the things you were talking about when you talked about how they exploded in the fourth quarter. I'm sitting at that game, and I'm waiting. As that game was 20-10, to 10, and my thoughts were, boy, they took the Eagles to overtime, Here we go. I don't want to. I'm saying, man, I don't want to go down this road. You know what? I never worried. I never felt like, boy, this is going. I don't like it. This is going. This is going to get away. I've sat in that building many a day. And I was like, I'm not comfortable with this. I'm not happy with this. This is not good enough. They're going to ultimately end up losing this game. At 2010, I would say they're going to end up losing this game. I didn't say that. I did not say that. I didn't have those thoughts because I felt no matter what Washington did, as you just said, Skip, we're explosive enough to get back in the game. And that's truly one of the first times that I really had that feeling
1: like, okay, I think we'll be okay now. Yeah. Okay. So, Greg, from a distance, are, are you seeing this Cowboy team as different than all those that have fallen on their face mask for us before, where you you can't trust them in the biggest moments?
2: Yeah, I really am, and and I know that's a lot to say because it's the regular season, and we know who they are in the regular oh, yeah. season. They're forced to be reckoned with, and they have a lot of highs and, and low lows when it really matters in the postseason. But I think the the common theme here is Dak. Dak is playing with an extreme amount of confidence right now that I, I think we're dismissing at times, and sometimes we're kind of chirping at him And, and because of what he yeah. said, even a couple weeks ago when he said, you know, we're in our zone. Like, that is – Irv, you know this. When you have a quarterback yeah. that gets in that <laughs> huddle and he believes that whatever play call comes into his helmet, we're going to deliver – you're playing, you, you're playing with house money, Hell. man. Like, it's, it doesn't Hell. matter right now for Dak right. Prescott. And Mike McCarthy right. as a play caller, you can look at your call sheet and just say, you know what, Dak, what you feel like right now? And you believe that your quarterback is going to get it done. You talk about Turpin. You talk about Brandon Cooks. Yeah. If these guys step up and start to become more of a factor in their offensive scheme and they are utilized properly, I, I don't know how you stop this attack. Running the ball, yes. The, Mike McCarthy has never had an offense where they've been a dominant force running the football. So as much as we would like to see Tony Pollard rush the ball for more yards, that's yep. not who Mike McCarthy is as an offensive play caller. Good point. They're going to open up the running opportunities by throwing the football. That's hmm. what they do. He averaged 6.1 yards yesterday. It was impactful. It was effective. That's what you have to have going into the postseason when the weather starts to change when you're not at home when you're on the road potentially at places like philly playing against teams that you have to run the ball and establish an identity there but this team they understand who they are both offensively and defensively yep. and like i said before they dictate the terms of which you're going to play them
0: mm. you know greg as you bring it up and i'll skip you guys where Greg talk about when things are going well and how everybody is playing well, everybody excited about it. The coach play sheet open-ups. That's because every receiver's, like, on hot. Anybody can get the ball. Let's yeah. go right now. You know what I mean? Because the, the, they're so open. And it, it really is. It feeds itself. It feeds itself because you start competing against each other in the huddle. Like, I'm going to catch this ball. I'm going to catch that ball. Which really just perpetuates your, your, what, what you're trying to accomplish. Another thing that we got to talk about. You, you you guys talk about we're waiting to the playoffs to see what Dallas does. At home. It, it, at home. And I know what, what we got going with Philadelphia matter and – See what that thing plays out. At home, the Cowboys have won their last five games by 20 points or more. We've never done that. In all the years we won Super Bowls, we've never been able to go five straight games winning by at least 20 points. I don't care. This is the National Football League. So, all of, any team and a garbage team started to. You saw what Green Bay did to Detroit yesterday, Greg and Skipper. We We're going to talk about that. We're about to talk about it. And yeah, we always talk about it. You know, any team can beat you sure. to beat five teams in a row
1: by 20 points. That's, inc- that's insane. Michael, you, you can go farther back because they've won 13 straight at home. And the truth is, it, it's, every game has been by an average of 20 a game. So you can go back to 13 in a row. So I, I, that's unheard of, right? I mean, who, who does hmm. that? You, you, it's big enough to win 13 in, in a row at home, but by an average of 20? I mean that's unbelievable. Right. I think the average is it's thirty-seven to seventeen is is about the average. So okay, that's insane. And Greg, quickly back to you. You did win a Super Bowl catching passes from Aaron Rodgers on plays called by Mike McCarthy. What? How did you feel about him as your play caller that year?
2: Look, Mike McCarthy has always been a really good play caller. I think the knock on Mike at times and in even in the locker room, was we got complacent. He got complacent as a play caller. And so when I talk yeah. about them finishing games, a lot of times we would allow teams to get back into games because we didn't really put our foot on the gas and yep. maintain our foot on the gas throughout the course mm. of four quarters. And a large part was because of the play calling, him dialing it back. We don't see that. Early in the season, I, I truly believe that Mike McCarthy and their approach was you know, we just want to get points. Yep. And there's a difference when you approach your offense and you tell them, we, we just want to walk away with points. That means you're going to start settling when you get in the red zone. And I believe that's why they were struggling at the beginning of the season uh, in the red zone and their red zone efficiency. Now you see an offense... That they're no longer saying, we just want to get points. We want to get seven. We want to score touchdowns. And the more they go with that mentality and approach, it just shows me that Mike not only trusts the guys in that huddle, but the guys in that huddle are starting to truly buy in and believe that no matter what play is called, Mike, you said it, we're, we're trying to find out who's going to get the ball. Because we know be it's equal opportunity with our quarterback right now. And when you play that right, right. way, it is hard for defenses to cover just one guy. Like, again, I can't say enough about the impact that CeeDee Lamb has had over the yeah. course of these last few games. But when you start to see Ferguson stepping up, mm-hmm. when you start to see guys like Turpin and Cook and obviously Gallup, which he hasn't even gotten it no. rolling back to before he was injured with his AC, no. uh, his knee injury. If those guys, again, can be one-on-one Dak Prescott's going to, he's going to put the ball where it needs to be. Is he going to miss some throws? Of course, every quarterback misses throws, but right now, right, the confidence, right. the intensity that they're playing with, the belief in the play caller that's putting calling in those plays, this team is going to be very hard to beat because you understand, they're going to be able to get after your quarterback, you understand going into the game, we can't allow this team to get a lead because that's where they thrive defensively. Now they can sit back, pin their ears, and get after our quarterback, which that puts Them at an advantage, not in us at a disadvantage as an opponent. So this team presents a tremendous amount of problems going down the stretch of this NFL season.
1: Okay. And one last thing. One
2: last thing. And I know we gotta go.
0: One last thing. One last thing. I just and Greg, I want. I just wanted because I hadn't talked to Greg about this. I thought it was brilliant at first. I was a little confused when Mike McCarthy came in. He was talking about this complimentary football. But now that I look at it and look back on it, I think it was brilliant (laughs) because I thought what was most important was. Let's keep down these interceptions until later in the season, you know, before we open it up. Because right now everybody's talking about Dak being and playing one of the best – been playing best fo- his best football. But had he started early with those interceptions, we'd have still been talking about those. Yeah. So he got to, through the tough, tough – I, I mean, I just – it was a brilliant plan yeah. by him
1: when I look back on it now. And to your point, Michael – Dak has now thrown 23 touchdown passes to only six interceptions. And remember, three of those right. interceptions came in the second half at San Francisco when they lost 42 right. to 10. Since then, to me, they have found themselves. The most beautiful aspect of yesterday's game was Dak did not throw an interception and obviously did not lose a fumble. And would you believe Dak Prescott? And I'm going to knock on wood before I go into this. Would you believe Dak Prescott has not lost a single fumble all year? So no sack fumbles. So no no real big turn. He threw 15 picks last year. Now he's sitting at six with three in that one game at San Francisco. It, it, that's how you win championships. That That's how you do this. And he is doing it at a high level and continues to talk about what a comfort zone he's in in Mike McCarthy's offense. And he keeps using that word. I play free in this offense. I don't know Mm. why he didn't play free for Kellen Moore, but in Dak's mind, it's a beautiful comfort zone. So... Uh, yeah, but there's uh, a freedom that comes with, Skip, Yeah, There's a
0: freedom that comes with knowing, all right, even when you have an offensive coordinator yeah. and you guys are talking something up, I don't know if the head guy is with it. But that now the head guy and you are talking it up. So that means all power you have because you're talking to the guy with all the power. And that's yep. what he means. You're free, free. now. You're free. free to play the game like he wants to
1: play the game. All right, great points by both of you. Appreciate that.
3: Bone back down
1: now it is your turn hashtag undisputed live here we go first tweet marcus martinez says last time the cowboys won a super bowl pictures were taken in black and white and michael irvin had proof of that michael i think he got you you got a black and white picture of the last parade right 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 hey
0: this is not digital this was old film Hey, you can try to make fun of it all you want, but that's yeah. okay. It was a sign, like okay, the book it says. It was a sign, it feels that. like it was the well, last. Well, that's a great picture. It yeah. is black and white, though. It is, it is black it and was, white. It was the last picture
1: show. Touche. All right. Robert Merrill says, second tweet, Cowboys inviting a commander over for Thanksgiving, LOL. Hey, friend, what you doing? Yeah, I think that's Taylor Heineke and Randy Gregory, once upon a time and tweet number 3 from Eric Key and Sherm calling in sick today to not have to deal with skip and playmaker bingo now, now, hey, you know what bingo. he's right yes he is as exactly right. Right. he's dead right they called in sick <laughs> quote unquote sick yeah where are you guys? I understand it. When we need you i understand i understand, yeah. I understand. Right. I, okay i get yeah. it yeah all right now back to the playing field and I ask Aaron who because Jordan Love played his best game as a Packer as Green Bay took it to the Lions in Detroit jumping to a 23 to 6 halftime lead finally winning 29 to 22 so Greg Jennings you obviously played for the Packers was this more about Jordan Love coming of age or the Lions getting exposed
2: I'm going to lean to the side of Jordan Love truly coming to age. And the reason why I'm saying this is because he finally was able to put on display what we thought that they were going to have Mm -hmm. and look like as an offense with Christian Watson as his number one receiver. From the outset, it was the Jordan Love, Christian Watson, so first possession, right, right. it was just first those play. two basically yeah. providing us what we thought we would get a glimpse of all season long, and that just has not been the case. And so when I look at Jordan Love and his inconsistencies throughout the course of the season, why is has that been the case? Because he's been without Aaron Jones at times over the yeah. course of the season. He's been without, obviously, Christian Watson, who's only played eight games. Jaden Reed has been their best receiver, the rookie out of Michigan State and former Bronco from Western Michigan as I was also a Bronco as well so he's a player that they're going to lean on but Jordan Love in that game yesterday he did a lot of things that we felt like he should be able to do throughout the course of the season which is make those tight window throws convert on third and longs like get the ball and make smart decisions now he still made some decisions that were questionable. He still are going to make those rookie quote unquote mistakes yeah. because this is year one. There's going to be that roller coaster ride where you you're going to have to live with some of those valleys, those lows that he's going to provide you. But and when I watched him yesterday, this is what you want and what you hope to see out of Jordan Love after sitting for a few years behind one of the best quarterbacks to do it and doing it against a team that we all felt like was one of the best teams in sure. in the NFC, in the Detroit Lions, a team that's rolling, that can score a lot of points. So for what they were able to do and what Jordan Love was able to do offensively to kind of fend off the Detroit Lions yesterday on Thanksgiving, I thought this was about Jordan Love coming of age. Interesting. Michael. And, and, and I thought it was about Jordan Love also. I
0: thought it was about Jordan Love, but I also thought it was about Detroit. And, and, and let me just talk a little bit about Detroit first because – As you climb these steps to heaven, heaven being Super Bowl and Super Bowl championships all the time, what you're going to learn and what you have to discover and discern is now you're the target. It's all fun and games when you are the hunter. It's another game when you are the hunted. And you have to understand that as being part of I'm going to be in this top team tier. Every year. Detroit had a great big game. That was a huge game yesterday on Thanksgiving. Matters. they very, very rarely got to this place with these kinds of wins, with an opportunity to say, this is who we are now. I told you, Skip and, and, and Greg, I said, one thing I was looking at when I watched the Cowboys is I don't want to forget that feeling that I've had over and over and over again like, oh my God, we're going to lose this we're game. Going, yeah. You you know, here we go again. Here we go again. You know, and, and, and Detroit has to rip that out of there. It's great when everybody's saying, oh, Detroit's coming, Detroit's coming. But now we're saying you're here. So now when we say you are here, that means everybody's coming after you. And Detroit has to know, stand up. And shut that down. Mm. Now, let's go to Jordan Love because I thought Jordan Love looked great yesterday. I've, I've been a Jordan Love fan. I, when I see a quarterback take over for a great quarterback, you know what I look at? I start first seeing let me see what great things you took from that great quarterback. And when I see Jordan Love, I see a lot of Aaron Rodgers. I see some of Aaron Rodgers. You see some of those throws he made that Aaron Rodgers made. You know, hands up, I'm going to get it here. I'm a different angle of this. They have great throws and he made plays. Three straight drives, three first three drives, he went and scored. A rookie quarterback hasn't uh done that since 1930. Whenever the game started, you know, his three drives right, right, right yeah. down the field to score touchdowns. So I think he with that Watson combination, that thing is going off the hook now. When I see them two, I said, boy, I can't wait to see what that's going to be. Now, sometimes the bad plays, Greg, I'm just gonna say, that's teacher to student, student that turned to teacher, mm-hmm. now teacher to student again. That's Brett Favre gave a little bit of it to Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers said, I'm going to get it out of my game. Aaron Rodgers was great without throwing interceptions, interception. But he would try sometimes. You know what? He would try sometimes. It, 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 and I think Jordan Love has some of that in him. You know, he's young. He'll try sometime, but I think he'll learn through that what all he can and can't do. And I just love what they have with Kristen Watson. I really do. I think that'll be a great combination we're going to be talking about for a lot of years. And especially after how his career started. I'm talking about Watson, too. We were thinking maybe that was a bad pick Mm -hmm. early on, but all of it is panning out. Mm -hmm. Okay.
1: I second both of your emotions, but I'm going to start with the Lions. I have been impressed with their rise this year. How could you not be? But right. I, I have not been sold on them, and I've said it again and again on this show. I'm not sure they're ready to do that, as in go contend for the NFC in the Super Bowl. Their defense came in 22nd in points allowed, and it will give up big plays such as the very, you know, very first play of the game. And Jared Goff, when you least expect it, he will be in a giving mood on Thanksgiving yeah. and give it to you. And if we could quickly see those first two plays in right. which he coughed it up, one got scooped and scored. If we could see that, oh, that's a interception there. But we, we got the two fumbles. Boy, they, it they, came they, they, early. But
0: there was no time. Yeah. There was no
1: time back Okay, that's the it, – yeah. It, it, was that a forward pass or not? No, it was a fumble and a scoop and a score and then – He gives up another one here in those two plays. Cash, cash, which brings me back to Jordan Love. I have said from the start, I love this young man's body language. I like his temperament. I like his poise under fire. I just like the way he handles himself. Is he going to be Aaron Rodgers, whom Greg caught football from? I I doubt it. Is he going to be Brett Favre? I, I don't know, but I doubt it. But can you win a whole lot of football games with Jordan Love playing the way he play? Yes, you can. And he has consistently shown me that he does get better as the game goes on. Because the first time they played Detroit, remember, Michael, we were in Colorado to see Dion on Friday. And it was a Thursday night game. That night we were staying in Boulder. And, again, Jordan got off to a rocky start. But in the fourth quarter, he just lit them up and almost got them back in the game. And I loved his ability to to pull himself back up out of the hole. You know, he didn't just go into some shell like some young first-year starters do and and couldn't get back up off the mat. He got back up and gave them all that they wanted. So I loved what he did yesterday because when given the opportunities, cash, cash, cash. And remember, Coach Lafleur said that he had a play scripted, there was an opening play bomb, and then he second-thought it and finally decided, no, we can't do that, and that Jordan Love came back to him as they were texting and said, no, 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 I got to do it. I want to go deep to Christian Watson on the first play. Mm. I don't know if we've shown it, Mm. but have we been showing it? You can Mm. show it one more time. But this is the first play of the game and set the tone for the game because they had scripted this, they had called it, and here's the deep throw to start the game. Very first play of the game, he just says, I got this. He said he'd slept on it little underthrown but he was so wide open right. that it set the tone so greg are you seeing you know can put him in the the pantheon could he live up to aaron or brett or what, what what's your gut on this Wait wait skip you, let me say oh, this no, right.
0: Those are questions. Skip, that stuff is so Go important ahead. what you just said. Skip. Yeah. I just want so important okay. what you just said. When you talk about little things like that because it gives you a peek inside the mentality. They always said don't I, I don't just listen to what one says. I want to hear how they think. You do. And and that right there. That little thing right there where where he's telling coach no. No. Let's do this. Yeah. We've set our mind up. Let's go for it. I'm sure he, him, and Chris, him and Watson, has talked about this. They We're have. going to make that play. Now, what it does is give him. A, you are. You, this is your offense. This yeah. is really your offense. Yeah. I like the fact that he stepped up and said, "Let's stick with it." Let's. He made a call and the coach went with it. Little things like that will come back and it matters much.
1: Mm. Yeah, go, Greg.
2: I agree. And, and to answer your question, Skip, it, it's. It's unfair to say whether or not he can live up to Aaron Rodgers or Brett Favre. However, what I will say is Aaron Rodgers stepped into a a little bit of a different situation where defensively we there was a lot of questions on that team when Aaron Rodgers stepped in. There were a lot of unanswered questions defensively. Offensively, there weren't a lot of unanswered questions. There was a lot that was already established, a foundation there, and it was a matter of can he – be what Brett Favre was, not can this offense. And that's the difference. For Christian Watson and and Jordan Love in particular, Like they are the question. It's can this offense and can Jordan Love live up to Aaron Rodgers. And so that's where the shoes are a little bit different. He has to not only try to live up to the expectations of a Hall of Fame quarterback that really started his career off blazing hot, we just couldn't, we just had to learn how to win, but he, he had, he got off to a tremendous start what? in his first year as a, mm-hmm. a starter. And then, but there was pieces around him that were established, that were constants. When you look at Jordan Love, he has not been afforded that unfortunately, and that's why I say it's going to take time for them. They're going to have to learn Mm -hmm. how to win with him under center. I think also he's going to have to learn how to do exactly what you and Michael just were talking about, show that, no, let me shoulder the load. Let me put a little bit more weight on my, my shoulders so that I can be forced to make these plays because if you start to take those type of opportunities off of a quarterback's plate, and again, I alluded to it earlier in the show, Every team goes through a uh, first, first 15 plays. Like, you run those plays every single day, all day long, and you, and you know them like the back of your hand. And so for a coach, then too, going into a game to question whether or not I'm going to call that play one, a play that you've run all week long, yeah. and whether you've not had the success or you've had success, he's now questioning whether you can get it done and you step up and say, no, I got this, that speaks volumes. And I'm with you, Michael. That speaks tremendous amount of volume because if Jordan right. Love steps back and says, yeah, okay, coach, you can call whatever play, and you've been practicing this all season long, mm. that shows right. me that he lacks the confidence to pull the trigger his own and show. shoulder a lot of this offense. Right. Exactly.
0: Right. right. In, his, in his own self, and, and that, that you don't want. Let me, let me say this because I hear you guys saying you don't see them, you know, we're not putting the pressure on the Aaron Rodgers and the Brett Favre. I mean, they, they, they won, what are we talking about, the Super Bowls? Because they, they each only won one, and I thought they had a Billy and they should have won more. Yeah. Uh, are we talking about the lofty things they have done as far as yards and stuff in this league? Because the league is going to continue to be more of an offensive-oriented oriented league. They'll give them more opportunities to make plays. They're opening up the football field. He's going to get a lot. He's going to throw for a lot of yards, a lot of yards. It's, do those yards it, um, turn convert to, to wins? And can you get a lot of those wins to convert to Super Bowls? And, and, and can you go and... Try to take them to two Super Bowls to outdo those two legends. Even if you don't throw for more yards, I guarantee you, they'll give you a streak just like they gave Brett
1: Favre and Mm -hmm. Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. So, Greg, last question for you. How much do you think Packer Nation misses Aaron?
2: Uh, I I think they miss miss him from the aspect of what we kind of talked about with Brock Purdy and Dak Prescott, that assurance of we're always going to be in the game, we're always going to have an opportunity to win. But in terms of moving on, moving forward, having a different uh, kind of sheriff in town, I don't think they miss him that much because we all see the potential. Michael, you kind of alluded to it. We kind of see the potential that's there. It's just can it be sustained? Can it come out on a regular basis? And then can he take it to another level?
1: Once again, the man who needs no introduction joins us, as always, on Fridays here on Undisputed. He is the GOAT. <laughs> he is my brother. And he's about to go deep dive into my Cowboys and his Packers. But first up, America's team. Let me set this up with Jerry Jones was asked after yesterday's game if the Cowboys have the team to win it all. And he answered with a resounding, emphatic, yes, yes. Of course he did, did. but he said there are four or five other teams good enough to win it all, some coming up on our schedule, their schedule, others they might have to go through in the playoffs. You can guess who those teams are, but Jerry added that his team has, quote-unquote, prepared for the toughest part of the year. I'll buy that. So, Wayne, did you see a potential Super Bowl team yesterday at Jerry World, or should I not trust this team against the best teams?
3: Skip, I saw a potential
1: Super potential. Bowl team.
3: Yep. Yes, I did. Yep. I mean, they look great. They look great, and they only could play who they, who, who's on the schedule. Sure. So, you already know, I don't even need to go into that part about look who they, they played and all that. But, man, what I took from that is Dak. 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 The same thing I got from the last game. Dak looked great, man. Dak looked, I mean, he looked, and also. Like
1: like different great. Exactly. CD. CD.
3: CD is, he's starting to look like uh, the Dallas Debo. You know know what I mean? That's what he's he's starting to look like the Dallas Debo. How you doing?
0: You know, he's with you. Way, the way you try, you, you know, you you know, you make my heart feel good talking like that. Yeah. You know, you make my heart feel good saying that. That's why I, I appreciate you just saying that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But 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 you, you do that picture. is, yes, and I love that. Did that you, you Michael? That he's asking away. about your
1: your parade picture in black and white. Did you know oh, yeah. it on oh, the parade picture? Yeah. Uh, oh yeah. You see that?
2: Oh, uh, uh, it's Kobe. Yeah.
1: Black and white, though, right it's there. Like oh, because
0: it was back in the fifties or something. Donut. Yeah, yeah, yeah. An old Beirut <laughs> baseball card. It does. <laughs> 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 hey, hey. and, and we had somebody text saying. That's how long ago it was. I, I you know, saw that.
1: When, it's funny. When, when yeah.
0: When I saw this picture, man, I was, I, you know, I was like, "Wow, I, that's just such a great moment right there." And I wish and hope that I, I really want all players to experience this oh. moment with their city. But certainly, I would love to see my my team experience <laughs>
1: it again with their city. Mm. Okay, so I'm going to ask it again. Mm-hmm because you're as deep a thinking sports fan as I've mm. ever known. Sh- how much should I trust? Should I trust going forward, Dak and company, as we approach mm. what I'm pretty sure is going to be postseason? I don't know exactly how the postseason is going to shake out, but I'm pretty sure this team is going to make the playoffs, and then what? Should I trust it or dread it?
3: I say trust it. The reason why? Make them McCau- that's Mike why. McCarthy, yeah.
1: a guy I have rarely trusted. Oh why? my God,
3: dude! Because I dude. mean, because he he's been there, and he, he I mean he's look he also is, he's looking like he's thinking different, he's moving different. It also yeah. looked like what he told, what he said at the when he first signed about he was locked up in some room, just yeah. going through this and learning this, yeah. and it looked like he that's coming to fruition. I still okay. don't know if he actually did that, okay. <laughs> but right. it looked like if he did. Is all coming to it. Okay, coming, and yeah.
1: for the record, as we all know, you're a Packer fan. So yes. once upon a time, Mike McCarthy called plays for Aaron Rodgers. Yes, he did. In a Super Bowl victory, right? Yes, yes. Okay, so yes. he did that, and I think that's the main reason Jerry Jones hired him is because he does wear a Super Bowl ring, yes, he even does. though it was now, what, 13 years ago.
3: Yes. Okay. It, it was, uh, I don't even want, it was, what, 30 years for y'all, right? <laughs> I'm just trying to yeah, make sure. Yeah, 30 years.
1: 30, 30, 30 years. I'm trying to, that, trying to yeah. make sure. Yeah, 1995. Was yeah. Okay, Michael, <laughs> nah, was are you trusting Dak years. and Mike McCarthy together going forward?
0: And this is why I sat back when, 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 when Luane said that. I was like, wow, that's insane. That's incredible. But that's my thought, and I was there hmm. already. I was there already. Let me tell you why. And I almost mentioned this and asked you guys about it. You heard what Greg Jennings said. Mm. LeWayne has experience with Mike McCarthy. LeWayne has, I mean, Greg has experience. And Greg said, what happened? Why did guys start, why did teams come back? He said, Mike would let his foot off the pedal. Mm -hmm. He would let his foot off the gas. I don't see that happening now.
2: Mm.
0: And that's the difference right there. Lil Wayne talked about him spending time in that dark room. I don't know mm-hmm. if he was doing all uh, Wath or whatever, but he was in a dark room, figured it out, like Aaron Rodgers said. But, but but, that's one of the things that we're sitting back saying, saying, wow, okay, maybe he did figure this part out. Mm-hmm. This is a different game, and the game was changing. It was in that transition. We remember coming from a running game to a passing game. Mm-hmm. Late, late in games, all coaches coming out of that era, Got conservative late in game because you went to the running attack to win the game, mm-hmm. to salt the game away. Mike McCarthy said he went and spent time. I didn't think about this until LeWayne brought it up. Now, did that help you understand you have to finish games sometimes with the passing game? Now now he's loosening up and making these plays. He did a great job in how he brought Dak along. So I got to give him credit. I got to give him credit. And as I said, LeWayne just made me think about other things.
3: What game was it where he? Uh, how
1: long ago was it where he started?
3: Where he said he's going to call the call plays and all that?
1: How far back? Yeah, how far I mean back. just this year because they lost Kellen Moore. I mean right. he, he, I think he basically fired Kellen Moore and so I, that he could take over the play exactly. call. Exactly, and okay. I think that plays right. another huge part in everything as well. Okay,
3: mm-hmm. just right. not not, right. not even the plays he's calling, just him having that, just him having that role. All
1: right, so Wayne, obviously you and I go back and forth because you are you're almost born to hate the Cowboys the way I'm born to love the Cowboys. You just don't like a lot of things <laughs> about them. I didn't let say okay. that. Okay, but- I don't like you, the you, way <laughs> you're delusional. Okay, you don't like my people. delusion. Yes. And you go so far as to insult my Cowboys by calling them cowgirls. How is right? that an insult? How is that an insult?
3: Okay. How is that, when okay. well, you saw Miss Dolly Parton last night with that cowgirl uniform on, how is that, in, that in, an insult? <laughs> wow. <laughs
2: She said nine to five,
3: baby. Nine Nine There she go. There she go. Hey. We are the champions.
1: If only, right? (laughs) All right. All I know is this. My team has suddenly overtaken the Miami Dolphins as the highest scoring team in pro football at 31 and a half points a game. And you say, well, who have they played? I got you. But we, we demolish everybody that we play. My team has won 13 straight games at home by an average of 20 points. That's impossibly great home field advantage where you you are not just beating teams at home. You are obliterating teams at home. Mm-hmm. And the quarterback I have failed to trust in the past because he's given me no reason to trust is suddenly just a tick behind that Mr. Irrelevant, who's being very relevant in San Francisco. He's just... Tick behind Brock Purdy in my favorite stat in QBR, just a tick behind. That's what I'm talking about. And pro football focus is ranking Dak Prescott as the best quarterback in pro football, okay? So I I got a lot of things going because you you know and I know you love Micah Parsons because I love Micah Parsons. You know him and you've gotten to know him. Mm -hmm. And he's just legit. Is, Is he Charles Haley? Maybe not, but as Michael says, he's got the capability to do more things than Charles could do. He Again, I down the stretch, I'm expecting him to wreck games for my defense. And my defense is definitely the fastest defense in pro football. I don't know about it, that. It, well, who's faster? San Fran. I, I just don't think San Francisco is faster. I don't. I'd like to see him line up and run 40s against our guys because okay. our guys can fly. Yeah, that's like Trent, right? Trent Williams? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Big well,
3: boy. Yeah. Did you see him moving? Did you see him move on those two McCaffrey oh, plays?
1: on one oh. of those pools? Oh, my okay. God. Well, he's three. Oh, my God. Yeah.
3: <laughs> on okay. um, um, one of them, I think, I'm, I'm not sure if it was McCaffrey or Debo, but on um, one of them, he was already in the end zone. He pushed him in there. Come on, man. Get in okay. the end zone.
1: So, so are you saying San Francisco is way better than Dallas?
3: We was talking about how fast the defense is. <laughs> Skip, I don't know. how You got all the way. I, I, I want to hear. Think
1: he right, right. Good. But I want to
0: hear a little way. What did, what did you say when you saw Duran Bland take that interception back? For the record, mm.
3: magic. Mm. I like that. I like that. I like that for him. I know his. I know I, I know his history. I know his, his whole story. I like that for Duran. Okay. I love it actually. Is he legit?
1: Is it? Is I, it I don't think. It, I don't flash know. in the pan. It's not a question. No, there's okay. no such thing.
2: Not Thank a question.